fun word to say is? What? Fuck! <laughs> this is the Waywardest Podcast. Hello. Hello. Uh, you guys missed it. Kim and I just had the best pudding session, and then we pressed record. You, you missed it all. You missed all of it. It is. It was a good one, so we're not sharing anything. <sighs> I feel. I feel uh, satiated, though. I feel like I just had a very good emotional meal. Yes. Mm, gotta have it, man. Full of good shit. Pudding can be a meal, y'all. Oh yeah. Pudding. Um, okay, so so this episode is prompted by a woman who recently at a convention just simply asked me why I cussed so much. And it was very, it was interesting because what came out was a torrent of actual reasons. Mm-hmm. It and was it, pie charts. And, it was, it was yeah. pie chart. There was, a, there was a PowerPoint presentation. Yes. There was a fucking PowerPoint presentation. Boom. Power fucking point presentation. Uh, so I brought up to Brianna, and we'll see what happens. Is that I would like to talk about cussing. So let's talk about this. Is our fun fun story that we love telling people at uh, conventions when they talk about when we first met. So, um, when Kim and I first met, uh, it was shooting the episode Hibby Nine One One on Supernatural, and I was very excited to get to know Kim. I think she was excited in a different way to get to know me. <laughs> anyway. I just didn't know how excited sure, I was yet. Yes. Um, and we were shooting the scene where I try to give you the lollipop. And uh, me being new to television at that time was having a... I was struggling to hit a million marks behind a table and also look like I was acting good. Um, <laughs> and so I kept uh, missing my mark. Um and so I'd step to the side, step back, and I go, ah, oh, fuck me. And I'd look at Kim and go, oh, I'm so sorry. I swear a lot. And she laughed and said, oh, you just don't know me yet. <laughs> and that's how we fell in love. Yay! Yes. So we both learned in that moment that we both are women who like to cuss a lot. Yes. Yes. Um, and it was a long, I will tell you, so I did not get to grow up cussing. Um, I, it was simply, and it isn't like, high school? oh, what would happen if you did? No, no. Hey, um, I don't, it was, it was very not done because my mother was a lady and a teacher, right? And a teacher. My yeah. parents were both teachers, but it was much more important to be a lady. Mm. And it was super important that I be a lady I and it was that. not ladylike language. Right. And it upset her deeply it mortified her it embarrassed her to the point where i mean my mom was my biggest emotional source so that if i were going to cuss it would be an a weapon against my mother mm-hmm. and i simply was not willing to hurt my mother like that so i didn't cuss and if i did there was a deep feeling of oh i've just injured my mother now for context i also didn't step on cracks because i was afraid of breaking my mother's back in oh. high school <laughs> like my mom was my what world is that? oh no. yeah i uh, so i was is i was i limited how i communicated to make my mom feel okay to make my mom feel better so fast forward to i was doing a soap opera now, on a soap opera, it is so fast. You need right. to move like the wind. And people I 
went to graduate school with may tell me that I cussed a lot in grad school, but I don't think I did. I don't think it was a lot. Um, so after grad school, I'm doing the soap opera, and I remember like they don't give you permission to do anything again because they have such a tight timeline. And I remember somebody going, okay, cut, print, moving on. And I said, but I knocked the lamp over. They said, it's okay, it worked. We're moving on. So the only time they would cut and back up is if you cussed. Oh. However, if you just let a little cuss slip, um, everybody got mad at you. Because you don't just go, oh, fuck. Oh, I'm sorry. And then everybody's like, great. Now we got to start over again because, mm-hmm. you know, you said the F word or yes. shit yeah. or, what you know, whatever it was. So I learned that not only would I have to cuss to get them to start over again, I would have to cuss to such a level that the shock would overcome their anger. entitled anger yes. at me messing everything up. So my first... Go to phrase for cussing in this word world was, "Oh fuck me anally," uh-huh. and then it would possibly be with a da 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 da. And at the time, the word anal was just not done. Like sure. this is mid nineties, okay, yeah, yeah, early nineties when everybody just like, "Oh oh oh, right. okay, we got." And then it's I was like, like, "Women were just starting to oh, kiss on television." I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. We have to go back now. Da, 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 da. And everybody was so startled that I had gone so blue um, that they they gave me what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And so very from from jump, cussing was a the only way I could get what I needed because I couldn't simply say. I'm not able to do my job right now. Can we please start from the beginning again? I am not doing a great job. I feel uncomfortable and I'm not okay continuing forward. I have made a mistake I don't feel good about in my job. Can we please stop and go back to the beginning? That was not an option for me, Mm. especially as a female. I can't get what I need, so I have to manufacture it. Interesting. And the second thing was I need to manufacture it in a way that is inappropriate that is uncomfortable shocking and so the word fuck became my go-to because not only is it inappropriate Mm. and a cuss word but it is also a powerful sexual word Mm. and so i find with cussing with me i tend to go more towards the sexual ones Mm -hmm. because sex is something that Women, women still aren't yeah. supposed to be encouraged exactly, to know about yeah. and express and it's enjoy and it, enjoy yeah. and own yeah i'm not supposed to own fucking yeah so um so that is now that's that was the my foundation of cussing i don't know when i started cussing i can't imagine it was that young but also I can because I have older twin brothers and I grew up on a farm. And so I'm sure there was plenty of cussing going on. But uh, my parents were my parents are not conservative, but they are very open. They're both writers. Um, they you know, my brother smoked when he was in high school. My other brother had, you know, a child when he was like 20. Um, they and none of this was ever deal breakers for them. For them, they were very much like, I can't stop you from doing it. You need to experience all of that on your own. And they did, and they solved their problems. And I think that the way, in that sense, we were raised was great because it really taught us that you gotta, you gotta do it yourself. You gotta, you know, figure it out for yourself. Um, 
So I imagine I swore quite young. I remember I had a girlfriend in high school once tell me she became friends with me because she liked the way I said fuck, <laughs> which made me laugh. And I never thought I said it any differently since then. But I also went, wow, so other people are thinking because of the way I choose and how I choose and the times I choose to say that word, they're finding it empowering. So that's when I first learned that there was some sort of power behind that word because in high school, it's kind of thought of more of defiant. Yeah, you're being naughty. Yeah. Ooh, I'm going to use a swear word. Um, I wrote a play uh, when I was in my 20s called Tunnels of Little Chicago. And it, uh, I wrote it with a woman named Leona Browsen and uh, a gentleman named Trevor Anderson. The three of us wrote it. And it we very specifically wanted to put cussing in the play because we were both, we were part of a company, a theater company that had was incredible, had the most beautiful plays ever known to man that very specifically never had cussing in them. And we were all, we all swore a lot. And so we're like, let's put cussing in our play. And I remember the first time we performed it, it was for an audience that was very familiar with our performances in Edmonton, where this play theater company was. Leona specifically, she'd been in the theater industry in Canada for 30 years. And we got a review that literally said this, shame on you, Leona Browsen. Shame. Oh. Because of the cussing. Yep. Um, because a certain, a lot of the theater goers that we had from that theater company were of a certain age and had a certain expectation and cussing was not one of them. And they were deeply offended by the cussing. But Leona found that so empowering. Because she felt like she was being inauthentic by not cussing all the time or not or people thinking she was the kind of woman that didn't cuss. And she's like, I do cuss and I love cussing. That's who I am. So she felt like she when somebody shamed her for it, she was like, ah, oh, there I am. Do you know what I mean? She wasn't ashamed of it at all. She felt like she was kind of she had been unbound a little bit. Well, did they shame Trevor? Was his name Trevor? Tra no, was he wasn't in the play. He oh, wrote okay. it. Yeah. He, so they, He's a playwright. So I just, again, yeah. I think there is some sexism Absolutely. in the, the fact that women. So here's my question. The problem with cussing, the, the, the surface problem is it's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've had people complain about how Us, we at the talk yes. at conventions yeah. and like you let. But I think there's a difference between being disrespectful and people who think it's disrespectful for me to not fit in their yeah. stereotype of what I should. They're entitled to define me. It's just because you're offended doesn't mean I'm being offensive. Yes. Yes. So where is that line in terms of cussing for you? Well, when do you not cuss because you're choosing to be respectful, quote unquote? I'm trying to think of times that I've ever gone, oh, I'm going to. Um, the only time I've I've noticed myself filtering my voice or my cussing in any way is when I'm in a meet and greet, which is like a small little conversation in a room at a convention. And there are youngsters there. I was going to say around That's kids. Probably the only time, but in a convention, in a panel at a convention like in front of a large audience, I probably won't. 
Because I know that there are people there who like hearing that authentic voice because they relate to it and it gives them some sort of permission to step into themselves a bit more. So so I always apologize for it. I acknowledge it. And then I still keep on going. Because, yeah, this is how I express and myself. And there are warnings on the website. Well, yes. So people um, have been warned. But I find, so uh, another thing I noticed is that I get a lot of, like, articles of clothing given to me that have fuck on it. Oh, yes. I don't wear them. No. I don't feel comfortable Isn't wearing them. Because I want to be in charge. Like, if I'm going yes. to offend someone, I want it to be because I was saying something that was so important to yeah. me that it be pu- punctuated with the power of a cuss. Mm. That if I offend that person, I'm willing to be responsible for their reaction and I'm still going to believe in what I've said. It's acknowledging the power of the fuck. Yes. Right? So if you have it lazily written out on a t-shirt, you are you are misusing and dare I say taking advantage of the power of the fuck. For me personally. I there would are agree other with people you. maybe, that, maybe there maybe. are other people that proudly want to move through the world with that. Yes. I will speak for myself and then therefore from what you've shared, perhaps you as well. But I, I think the word fuck has so much power in it, but it does with great power comes great responsibility. Yes. So you need to really be careful. Um, My, when I use that word, my intent is never to offend people. Maybe it's to shock people. I remember hearing somebody say that they loved using the word fuck because it woke people up. Yes. It makes people go, oh, she's going to say something important or, oh, I don't like that. But what is she saying? It, Whatever it is, it does wake people up. Um, I remember somebody saying that. and I've never forgotten it because I find it to be so true. I remember using back to the sexism part of, that you were saying using that word at a restaurant talking to I think I've told you this story I was a hostess at a restaurant and I was talking to a server and I was very frustrated about what this server I think wanted to be done shift we didn't have any more tables I, ha- I was like you can't be done yet and he started moving stuff around I think I was like asserting myself and I said don't fuck around with my shit dude something like that and he said well you're a little rough around the edges aren't you and I went Pardon? What, so when do we ever call men rough around the edges? For having the audacity to, to express, express themselves, themselves the way they want to express themselves. Yeah. So that was the time where, I, and I did actually take a step back and go, how am I presenting myself? Like it made me very insecure that, and he was doing that on purpose. He wanted to make me insecure mm-hmm. because I made him uncomfortable mm-hmm. and it worked. So that was a disempowering moment when somebody says, you shouldn't swear. It's not ladylike. Yeah. You know what I mean? It really disempowered me. And I always vowed to, A, be aware of why I cho- choose to swear. And B, not let somebody tell me how to speak ever again. Well, it's hurtful. I mean, I remember when somebody said that they, you know, we lost somebody from one of the panels because I was speaking in an unladylike way. And what hurt me was not the feedback, but that me fitting in to your concept of who I should be mm. is more important than you hearing what I have to say. That's what I was going to say. It's like so painful. If that is for some reason the thing that you are hearing, it's like when you're having sex with somebody and they're going, 
oh, I'm really worried what I look like in the light. And I'm going, if you're worried about what you look like in the light, I am not doing my fucking job. (laughs) (laughs) If that is what you are thinking about, or that is what their hangups are. Or if... about them. Like, and that's not to say you can't be offended by my language. There are people who will say that your language is so offensive, I can't hear. It prohibits me from hearing what you say. And I find that actually really respectful. That's someone who wants to hear what I have to say and is saying the way you are presenting your point is making it impossible for me to hear your point. But I think it is important to note that when somebody's going, I can't hear what you're saying because I'm so offended by the word fuck, that's about them. It is, but it's very different than I can't hear what you're saying because you're because the word so fuck leaving. makes me or you're being unladylike. Yes, yes, yes. You're yes. being wrong because that's you're trying not to get you supposed to. Change. to. Yes, yeah. um, and so it's it's a very different experience of like and like the other thing that I find in terms of uh, is are you offended that I'm using the word or are you offended that I'm having such big feelings? Mm-hmm. Are you offended that I'm having that I'm too big, that I'm no longer uh, containable, that I'm no longer something you can control? Or, uh, is it my feelings that are offending you? I mean, I remember because Tabby cusses and I have a lot of people that are like, are you going to let her say that? Like she didn't stab anybody and she didn't bite anybody. That's the other thing. So 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 what we ad- I address her language. Yeah. But um, I remember recently I was very angry about something and I she was within earshot and I exploded verbally and I was like, fuck this and this is fucking bullshit. Not on my fucking what. And like I it because it was an issue that had to do with my daughter being treated inappropriately. And I fucking went. I went full Full explosive mama mama bear. Yeah. And I finished. And um, and the woman that I was speaking to knows me well and was like, okay, noted. And then Tabby went, you said a bad word. And I turned around and I said, Tabby, how was I feeling? She said, angry. I said, did I break anything? She said, no. I said, did I hurt anyone? She said, no. How do I feel now? She said, better? I said, yeah. That's what they're for. Mm, words. That's what they're for. And if I had had that explosion with no cuss words, mm. I would have cried. I would have needed to break something. Mm-hmm. I would have needed I would have needed something to give me the outlet. Mm-hmm. Like if I bang my toe into something and go, "Oh golly socks." It's not going to make me feel no and it not any to say that anybody else golly socks might make them feel better, but that would be for you inauthentic. Yes. Um I was talking uh, this over the weekend with some people about swearing and my daughter. And my daughter doesn't swear. And I'm genuinely shocked by that because of the amount my husband and I swear. But she is... Do you know what she'll clock us on if she hears us say something is stupid? <gasps> yes, I hate. Does she clock hate, you on the word hate? Um, dumb. Um, if we don't say please and thank you. She never clocks us if we say fuck. And we would say it as in like, where the fuck is the pizza guy? We'll say something like that. We don't like, ex- we don't, you know, get in these heated things. Not yet, anyway. Our house is too small. Um, but she, we we're at the table and I think Jose said something and she gave him a look. And, and he was like, you're right, honey. You're right. I'm not supposed to say that word. And she's like, yeah. 
you're not supposed to say fuck either. And she, that was the only time I've ever heard her say fuck. The only time. And I said to her, I'm like, adults are allowed to say those words if they use them properly. And I said, if you want to use those words when you're older, you can, but you've got to learn how to use it properly. And right now she doesn't have the capacity. See, that's that's one of the reasons I don't use it around children is because I believe they don't have the capacity to assimilate yeah. my reference. Um, but Tabby yeah. does. So what I do with Tabby because I can't tell her to use her words and then shut her down when she does by like, oh, but not those words. Yeah. So I ask her to be responsible when she just casually swears, say, wow, you that's a really angry word. Totally. How are you feeling right now? I don't know. Well, do we do we need to stop and do some breathing exercise? Do we need to respond the way we do when yeah. you're really angry? No. Oh, well, then pick your words better. I don't say it's not nice. I don't yeah. say it's bad. Yeah. I don't want to moralize her form of expression. Yeah. I also don't want to limit it um, because that's how I felt. I felt like if you tell me not you to use the words, what I hear is don't have the feelings attached to the words. Yeah. And oh, that's so damaging to totally. me personally. And I only imagine to the rest of the world is that so much of it is you're responsible for how I feel. Mm -hmm. And if I'm uncomfortable, you need to be different. Mm -hmm. And that and so now what I do is I overly cuss mm. to basically own the fact that I feel big feelings. Mm -hmm. I feel powerful feelings. I feel feelings that deserve a, an explosive expression. Mm -hmm. And I am also willing to show up for how you receive them. Mm -hmm. And I think I probably use the word fuck more to emphasize things, not necessarily big emotional things, but to for more of a shock, to more to sit up and make you listen. Um, yeah, not that I don't use fuck when I'm angry, but I will use it more to to um, as punctuation to emphasize things, even if it's a joke. Do you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I've said this before at conventions, like if Valentina wants to swear, she can swear. I'd rather she swore than bullied somebody on the playground. Yes. You know, I'm not interested in, you know, raising a lady. I'd rather raise a woman. And so as a woman, I like to swear. So what, that would be hypocritical for me to say, I don't want you swearing, though. I just want her to understand what the swear word is and what it's for. And that it has different meaning. That's the other thing. It's not um, it's not a concrete definition. You know, am mm -hmm. I going to right? am I going to swear when I'm conducting a wedding, for instance? Absolutely not, because this because the swearing means something different in this environment. Sure, sure. it means something different in a church mm -hmm. than it does, and and you can argue facts and semantics, but I know to me, if I use the f word in the church mm -hmm. as I'm getting two people married. It is not it's it, it is in an environment where no amount of my personal emotions will justify choosing that word. That word. Cuz that's you that's yeah. those are your words you're choosing to use them for, for me. you. Yeah. And that's you're right, you're right. Um so I don't feel like oh I'm being edited. I'm being I just I'm I'm being what is it when you when you tell somebody that they can't not editing but you're being uh the books are on the this list. Shamed. Uh fuck. Oh God! Shamed. I feel hold Books music. Books are on the this list. It's on the it's on the list that you can't when you 
The air has gone out of the closet. When you, when you mark it out, it's being... Oh, fuck balls. Not rejected. Not it rejected. Is. Oh, now I have... To, now we're going to sit here on this one because I need... Because it's a very important word. Edited, not edited, but you're being... There are lists of books that are Declined? not allowed. No, that are not allowed in schools because they are excluded. No, if a book is specifically, if a book you can't, you can't, you can't get it because it's been like they won't let you read the book in school. Oh fuck! I seriously need to pause this. Because I need this word. Boycotted, ostracized, avoided, embargo, ignored. Due to when they put the tape, when they put the the bar, the mute bar, the you've been politicians do this to people. They throw them in jail, and they are oh fuck. What is it? Just banned books. Banned books have been. Oh my god, this is this is this is a this is a panic attack right now. This is what a hot flash feels like. Okay, we're okay. We're okay. Banned books. Um these books have been banned books. Definition? Books. It was what we were afraid No, it was what we were we kept saying we were afraid they were doing to us, but then they weren't doing to us. Nobody's Oh, fuck. I have to go get my phone and look. Censored! Censored! We literally guys. even looking for Oh, my God. I don't even remember what the fuck we were talking about. No, me neither. What the hell was happening? We found the word. Censored. The word we were looking for. We don't like, no, we no likey be censored. Please and thank you, we. Oh, my God. Yes. Okay, so I'm not censoring myself when I choose to not use. That, I think, was the point I was trying to make. Right. Is that I'm not censoring myself when I make different choices. Oh, God. How did we catch stupid in your closet? Mom, don't say stupid. We didn't. It's contagious. Yeah, what do you think the worst cuss word is? Uh, I think racial slurs are the worst ones. Now, okay, so that's a question. Is that a cuss word? Because I certainly know there are now words that I won't let come out of my mouth. Yes. Because they have racial connotations. Yes. And I don't know if that's necessarily yeah, a cuss word so much as it is a a, a so brutal denomination. So what do you mean by the worst? I don't know. Like, to me, cuss words aren't bad. Yeah. No, that's that's like the least socially acceptable word. Everybody brings up the word cunt. Yes. That's still one that's like, whoa, Fergus says that word a lot. And it's yeah. because of he's Irish, he can get away with it. The rest of us, we can't throw that into any day language and have not have somebody go, well, yeah, it's fucking pissed off. Well, it's, it's hard for me because I don't necessarily gravitate towards words that have negative feminine connotations. Mm. I don't use bitch. Because it's it's like I I just I just am it doesn't feel good. Um, I'm like I'm now. Yeah, bitch is one that I now use as a joke. Like, why are you being a little bitch? And I usually say it to a dude. Isn't that weird to be like mm. to use like as a thing as to go like? And it's usually as a joke. Huh. But it is a is a joke that is like pertaining to something that 
I've been called seriously that I'm now calling a man thinking that that and that makes it a double derogatory <laughs> thing. Huh. Um, huh. I would never call. I don't think I would ever call somebody a bitch. I don't necessarily, I don't, I call people, no, wait, oh, I take that back. I was about to say, I would never call somebody a cuss word. I absolutely fucking would in the car when they can't hear me. Oh. But, I call people assholes. Assholes I use a lot. I use asshole a I lot. I say, um, fuckwad a lot. Fuckwad. I like to make up new ones. Yes. Um. I just learned from England, uh, cockwomble. Oh, that's a good one. I like cockwomble. I've heard that from TV, the television set. Um, I do like, yeah, I like fuck shit, shit. Um, fuck on a stick is my favorite. Fuck right on now. a stick. Ah, oh, fuck on a stick. Fuck me running. Oh, fuck me gently with a spoon. That's that, a that's favorite. a good. Yep, yep, yep. I yep. heard a, a woman that I was doing a play with. She was like, I would say between seventy five and eighty five, was playing an elderly woman in this play that I did last year. And she was struggling to remember the millions of lines because her character was senile, so her lines didn't make oh. linear sense. Oh. But she had to remember the way the play is written. We all talk over top of each other at very specific points, so very specific things can be heard from the yes. audience. So it was. she had a very hard job. Um, and she was constantly messing up, and she swore like nobody I have ever heard and I don't know if I ever asked her about her swearing, but she was very open to go, I am my own woman. Nobody can tell me what to do now. I think it's also like as you get older, there is more freedom to go, I don't have time to care what you oh, think. Oh, yeah. Estelle, who was on Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, um, all the time she'd be like, one of the best things about being my age is you can say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. So true, though, right? And I mean, even with us, you know, talking about people who get upset that we're swearing, me now and me, you know, 10 years ago would have very different reactions. And part of that is just life experience and also going, I'm not responsible for your feelings. Yeah. You are. Yeah. And being honest when I'm like, because sometimes I'm using it because I'm trying to hurt their feelings. Mm. I'm making a very overt statement that I'm now going to affect your feelings in spite of the fact that you don't want me to. And that's not very, that's not kind. I mean. And so I try not to do yeah. that as much. I um, would say that I might do the same thing, but I would say I'm more so, if anything, am attempting to show my assertion of myself, which might come across as being overly assertive to affect somebody. But if anything, I don't think I'm trying to hurt or offend somebody. I think I'm trying to go, I'm sticking strong with this. Yes. Yeah. I have big feelings right now. Yeah, yeah. I have big feelings and big thoughts. And that's, and big is not a lady like size. No, but man, oh man, I'm so done with women being told how to speak. Which is why we also, not. both of us have had the experience where somebody has said, my friend won't cuss. Will you please make her cuss? And we both are like, no, this is the whole point of expressing yourself is expressing yourself. And if the word doesn't mean the same thing to you. I love people who don't swear. I think it's the most endearing, beautiful. And I love people who are like, I refuse. And usually the people that I've met who are like, I don't swear, but I love when you swear. It's just like, that is their true, authentic self. Right. Or if it's not, I love then that. I love being an example on your way to expressing yep. your true, authentic yeah. self. I mean, it, it's, I so 
deeply want to convey in this moment that I don't think anybody should be doing this the way I do it Mm -hmm. or for the reasons I do it. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to have a conversation about it Mm -hmm. and share those things. If, if, If somebody chooses not to cuss or if somebody thinks different words are different, like I, my husband and I have a different, um, I have a different relationship with the G-O-D word. And as a result, out of respect for him, I try not to use it in casual cussing. Oh, Because it doesn't mean for me yeah. what it means for him. That's another one is like saying, oh, Jesus Christ or something. Yes. Like, I guess that is a cuss word to some people. Yes. I don't think about that. And different people respond to it different ways. So even oh, though it isn't... Just so people feel comfortable, I would never use Jesus Christ in vain over getting the opportunity to say, oh, fuck me. Right? Like, fuck me is just so much more fun for me. Yeah. So to wind this up, I think that what we're trying to say is you do you. And if you are a person that enjoys using the word fuck, let's remind ourselves and others that fuck can be a beautiful thing. I mean, it's a beautiful, active thing, but also it is a beautiful word, but there is, with great power comes great responsibility. So I think the takeaway today is we are all Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> oh. Okay, I love you, Kim Rhodes. I love you, Brianna Buckmaster. Oh.